0: Greetings and salutations to all of you who are listening to us at this point. I'm Father Anthony and I am with Catholic Charities. And I'm Gary Tester and I'm
1: with Catholic Charities as well and enjoying time with Father Anthony. Oh, and and just to let everybody
0: know that I'm with GQ.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a long story. We'll get there later.
0: So today we're continuing our podcast on, on Mercy in Action. And as we talk about this, we, we have a number of things that we want to say, but we don't know exactly what we're going to say. I love this kind of a show. You know, but in order to guess, us on the right path, let us say a prayer for the church. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, in every age you have been our refuge. Yet again and still we stand before you asking for your protection on your Holy Church. For the victims of abuse and their families, pour out your healing and your peace. For the bishops of this country, continue to inspire their decisions and guide them with your spirit. For the thousands of good and faithful priests who have followed your call to serve you and your people in holiness, sustain them by your grace. For the faithful who are angry, confused, and searching for answers, embrace them with your love, restore their trust, console them with your clear gospel message, and renew them with your sacraments. We place our church in your hands, for without you we can do nothing. May Jesus, our high priest and true compass, continue to lead her in every thought and action to be an instrument of justice, a source of consolation, a sacrament of unity, and a manifestation of your faithful covenant. Grant this through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as we continue our time together, no doubt we want to talk about the elephant that is in the room. Because people are saying that the church is silent, but we're not silent. And so we're well aware of all of the issues that have surfaced in the past few weeks. And as we think of them, we are encouraged by our bishops and by our bishop, Bishop John Noonan in this diocese, to choose the month of September as, as a time of prayer, fasting, and penitence. And we believe that this should be something that we do on this, our podcast. And so we have chosen this day, the day on which we record this, the feast of the exaltation of the cross and on this day we are offering prayer some persons are fasting and we are doing some penance for our church and we're doing this because we're seeking the mercy of God
1: you know Father Anthony you make a great point it has been from my perspective a tumultuous number of weeks and I know that I hear from many people that I work with um, certainly folks that we serve. We're very mindful of the fact now that it's possible for people to look at the name Catholic and have an entirely different connotation and we've done nothing different. We're still there for example at Catholic Charities each and every day providing the ministries that we're capable of providing and doing it in the best way that we know how. And yet recognizing that we're gonna have folks who are coming to us who may have questions in their head recognizing that we may get calls now from folks who are seeking assistance in other ways. And, and so I appreciate the point that you make about it's important that we not lose sight of mercy in action and that we not lose sight of what uh, we seek from the Lord at this time of, of really just difficult um, contemplation and reminding us of the basics. He's always been our refuge. He will always be our refuge. We're assured of that. Um, so I, I love where you're headed with this. I think it's really important that we share that with folks.
0: And, and I think that we also say that maybe we're using Catholic Charities here at this point because Catholic Charities really is carrying out that ministry that we believe that all of us should be doing. And, and so I, I want to do a little reading from the, from the prophet Isaiah. Because as we think about this time of fasting and prayer, Isaiah challenges us in chapter 58. So from verse five, Is that the kind of fast that pleases me? Just a day for a man to humble himself. Is fasting merely bowing down one's head and making use of sackcloth and ashes? Would you call that fasting a day acceptable to the Lord? See, the fast that pleases me, breaking the fetters of injustice and unfastening the thongs of the yoke, setting the oppressed free and breaking every yoke. Fast by sharing your food with the hungry. Bring to your house the homeless. Clothe the man you see naked. And do not turn away from your own kin. Then will your light break forth as the dawn and your healing come in a flash. Absolutely now, beautiful. Isn't that great? Then will your healing come because we're looking for healing. Mm-hmm. And I think that God is saying to us, it is as you show mercy. That's how. That's how this healing will come about.
1: You know, it's really easy at a time like this, Father, to, to forget that basic message and instead to give in to what I'll call the hedonistic need to vent your anger, to vent your frustration, to vent your anxiety, to vent your fear, to vent, vent, vent. And yet, out of the reading of the prophet Isaiah, what you're sharing is God says that what I need in order to help heal you now is your mercy to others just as you ask for my mercy to you.
0: and and that's an interesting point when when we think when we go to confession we always are given a penance Mm -hmm. and the penance is something that to show our thankfulness for what we have received and so I believe we can look at Catholic charities and say oh gee that's a place that is always carrying out works of penance because these works of mercy that we do they are the ways in which we are toning for our sins the sins of the church so the church should be very happy to have that penitential organization within its body you know so here we are doing that
1: you know i've, I've never heard it framed that way <clears throat> um, that's enlightening and with that in mind it's a great time for folks who feel a need uh, perhaps if i'm following this correctly It's a time for folks who are feeling a need to to vent, channel that right into acts of contrition that take place through the ministries of Catholic Charities. So, um, for example, we're dealing today with Hurricane Florence uh, coming ashore in the Carolinas. And while we're grateful that it's not impacting Central Florida, it certainly impacts our prayers, it impacts people we love and are concerned about who live in those areas. This might be an opportunity to offer our prayers and our fasting, not only for our church, but focusing it in more and focusing it on the needs that the people in in the Carolinas have right now. And then also, as we move into next week, we're gonna be looking at what can we do to help them? Mm -hmm. You know, physically, what Mm -hmm. can we do to Mm -hmm. help them? And and Catholic Charities agencies throughout the Southeast will be responding, as will Catholic Charities USA, to what will be the incredible needs of those communities. So if I'm understanding um, the teaching that you're providing Mm -hmm. today, This gives us a great opportunity to take our prayers, our desires for the Lord to heal us, and to actually take steps ourselves to help that healing occur.
0: Because, yes, and and that is mercy in action because we have received and therefore we give. So, and and what better way to do this? Because it's a tangible way of saying, God is with us, Mm -hmm. a tangible way of saying, we're healed or we're on the way to find that healing and 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 so we have to look at all the things that we do and see it in that light and when we do it, then the light will truly be shining forth for all the people to see you know i I have to share something that that happened last week i was I was at Catholic charities and and after mass I decided to to go to have breakfast or lunch whatever it was at at Dunkin Donuts down the road on Semron so some advertising for them it seems you know but (laughs) but as I went there and I was dressed in my clerical collar I went in and always people look at me Mm -hmm. when I'm wearing it and some people try to avoid me because of it. But this young fellow who was behind the counter, his name is Andres. He showed mercy to me because he gave me my meal for zilch. It was free. And I said, "Why?" And his response was, "But you're a father." Wow. <laughs> and therefore he didn't see the church as an instrument of corruption, but he saw the church as an instrument of mercy and peace. And he was responding to me. And so I received mercy. And therefore, I know that I have to show likewise mercy to other people. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, it, it occurs to me, um, there have been a lot of people with opinions and and many of those opinions have been shared publicly and in the Catholic media you hear lots of things and and I think what strikes me along those lines is at a time when the temptation is to step away and let things settle out the action of mercy the work of mercy that Andre showed you and then the resulting action on your part actually is where we need to be reminded to be now Um, i thought it was absolutely beautiful and and god's way of timing things is always incredible Um, but the gospel from a couple of weeks ago you know where else shall we go you have the words of Mm. eternal life the words of eternal life today instruct us to practice mercy Mm. and at a time when we may not know how to put one foot in front of the other in terms of our catholic faith life right now we all come from different perspectives but that word is still true, that Mm -hmm. word is still eternal. And here you are in a public restaurant and someone is saying to you, you're a father and respecting Mm -hmm. that office um, and and recognizing the importance of of having faith. I think it's a great message for this time Mm -hmm. of our lives. And God has us all here at this time, knowing that we would endure this cross. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about the exaltation Mm -hmm. of the cross, from my personal perspective, we're encouraged to pick up that cross. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think I'm mm-hmm. wrong biblically. We, we're encouraged to pick up the cross and mm-hmm. carry it and unite it to Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it's very encouraging you know, to listen to you talk yes, today.
0: You know, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that when you talk about the cross. Um, in today's first reading from the book of Numbers, you know, um, we see where the people of Israel had fallen into sin. And because they sinned, then we had these serpents that came and bit them and they died. Oh. We in the church, we have sinned. And it's as if we have been bitten by our serpent. And so there's a certain death that has come mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. But Moses was instructed to make a seraph serpent and hold it up to the people. And our seraph serpent, is the cross.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: You know, and the cross is, is held up for us, you know. Um, the prophet had said, they look on him whom they have pierced. And looking at on him, then we find that life. You know, so just as Moses lifted up the serpent to the desert, so the Son of Man is lifted up for us. And as we look to him, we find that healing. And, and we can ask the question, you know, what would Jesus do, WWJD? Mm-hmm. And Jesus would say, go and do likewise, show mercy, so that as they look at us, then they'll find that healing because of the works of mercy that we carry out. You know, kind of
1: an, um, an odd, rec- can you go back and read that section of Isaiah again that talks about what we're to do in terms of, of feeding the hungry? clothing the naked just to to drive that
0: point home says fast by sharing your food with the hungry bring to your house the homeless Clothe the man you see naked and do not turn away from your own kin
1: you know what that what that says to me is at a time when the world expects the Catholic Church to retreat
0: Hmm.
1: we have an opportunity to practice our faith in an even more uh, magnificent way and to give glory to God simply by reaching out and saying, in spite of how the world would portray things and knowing that the sin is there, knowing that there are things that need to change, we respond by loving our neighbor. Mm -hmm. We respond by housing the homeless, by feeding the hungry, by visiting the sick. I think it's it's just a great encouragement Father Anthony
0: and and not turn away from our own kin Mm -hmm. all of these people who are out there they're our kin you know wherever they come from Mm -hmm. they belong to us and we should never turn away from them whatever their needs are and so they're going to come with physical needs but also emotional needs and we should be there because it is, as the prayer of St. Francis says, it is in giving that we receive, and so we just keep on giving, giving and giving, just like Jesus gave himself on the cross, because that's how much he loves us, and, and so we should do the same. You know, it occurs to me that um,
1: obviously at Catholic Charities, we encounter lots of folks who are homeless. and. I think a typical reaction that you see from someone who's who's panhandling on the street, um, someone who um, obviously doesn't doesn't fit with the setting you're in, I think what I see a lot of times is is we're hesitant to even say hello to the person because what we don't know what to do is how to meet their physical need. I can't invite you home. I, I, I don't want to give you money. I don't. I don't. I don't. But what I'm taking from our conversation today is one of the things that we can do and we see this at Catholic Charities often we get folks who we can't help father we just for a variety of reasons we can't extend to them that um, uh, benefit that they need but if we treat them with dignity and respect and we talk with them inevitably when they leave they're not unhappy they appreciate the fact that you talk to them and that you've tried to help them. And we don't send anyone out without hope in another direction. But for those that, that we do encounter, it's really more about the personal interaction, the mercy that's shown from person to person, both created in the image and likeness of God. It's much more about that interaction than what comes as part of the transaction. Um, okay. So uh, yeah. again, I just yeah. I, the things you're hitting on are remarkable.
0: Yeah. You know, I like the fact that when I enter the doors of Catholic Charities and I see all of these people in the lobby, they'll always turn and say, good morning, and how are you? So so that they seem to be genuinely concerned about their, their fellow kin coming through the door mm-hmm. because I go in and, and if I'm not wearing a clerical shirt, you know, i just appear as if i'm coming in seeking Mm -hmm. assistance just like them Mm -hmm. and and so that's great because i'm one of them absolutely you know and they're one of me and and then so not only do they greet me but from time to time someone will ask you know will you say a prayer for me or say a prayer for us you know and i'll pray with all of them you know sitting or standing in the lobby yeah because often standing because there's just not any room no room you know but 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 that's mercy because mercy is a two-way street you know they're showing mercy they're not just there to receive they're also able to impart
1: well and you know going back to um uh the reading from numbers today and the seraph serpent um you pointed out that for our healing we gaze upon the cross we gaze upon christ and you know that in our lobby we have an image of divine mercy Mm -hmm. and and our logic because you were a part of of helping us Mm -hmm. with that our logic is is that the lord says if you just gaze upon my image i have the ability to to provide you healing Um, uh, obviously gary's paraphrase but that's the message that we have Mm -hmm. and so in a, in a really neat way that again I hadn't thought of before people come into our lobby wanting help mm-hmm. we have the image of divine mercy in our lobby they look at the image of divine mercy and they know first and foremost they're a place that that will probably be able to help them but then when you come in the door as just another person um, not with an introduction and fanfare saying here's Father Anthony our chaplain but you just walk in the door they turn and they extend greetings and they share with you as if you're kin mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what Divine Mercy calls mm-hmm. us to do,
0: you know, and oh, you're just taking me somewhere else here now because we, we <laughs> we're to look at Jesus and where can we find Jesus? Because Jesus is not only there in the Blessed Sacrament, mm-hmm. but Jesus is there in our sisters and brothers. So as we look at them, look at our sisters and brothers with their various needs, we see Jesus. And if we see Jesus in them, then we're on the road to find that healing. So
1: we're encouraging everyone then to, to take this opportunity, certainly in the month of September, but then moving forward in their faith life. Uh, young, old, uh, male, it doesn't matter. We're encouraging folks to fast, to pray, to acknowledge the need for healing, to ask for that healing and to take action through mercy to extend the healing we desire to others Mm
0: -hmm. and then and then we'll become a more penitential church in the good sense of the word not not people who are always moping but people who are always conscious of the mercy of god amen Mm -hmm. amen so this is this is our message to to those who are listening to us and we hope that we'll continue to have this message for for persons in them in the weeks and the months to come
1: you know father anthony if if folks have questions um, if they if if they desire to to follow up on this how do we do that what should we do should um, i mean we can certainly have uh... you have the ability to go to the catholic charities website and i know you have the ability um, uh... folks who come to our website have the ability to contact us um, but I suspect in this time and and day and and the things that are going on in the church worldwide and certainly here in the United States, um, it might be good to let folks know that, um, you know, if something we've said encourages them, obviously, if if you feel compelled to come and volunteer, please uh, go to the website and register as a volunteer and and Carly Matthews, our manager of mission effectiveness, will get you started. Uh, But but for folks who, who want that encouragement um, any thoughts on, on any more that we can be doing
0: so so that I will say two things one you can come to Catholic Charities and you can enter into a conversation with anybody and I think anybody who works there would be willing to speak with with persons you know, um, to say this is this is who we are and, and and so forth and help them along. And if the person that you contact or that you encounter first is not able to give you the, the answer that you would like, um, well, or that you need, right. I'd say, you know, then they would be quick, I'm sure, to refer you to, to someone else. Okay. And And to be quite frank, you, Gary, and I would be willing to speak with and meet with anybody, for that matter. Absolutely. And and of course, we don't just want to talk because later on we'd like to see this now um, translated into action. Mm-hmm. And the action would be that volunteer service right, there with right. Catholic charities or some other. Absolutely, it doesn't have to because, be Catholic
1: charities. We just want to
0: see folks yes. um,
1: extend mercy.
0: Yes, because in you know in our podcasts, you know, um, in the coming months, we'll be interviewing persons who who carry out various acts of mercy, in you know, um, in the confines of the diocese of Orlando. Day in, so, and day out. So there are other places that they can go and, and volunteer. Great, mm-hmm.
1: you know, and the other thing I think I would say is is um, for anyone who listens and might be so inclined on a Friday to stop by Catholic Charities. Uh Fridays, uh, we typically, except for First Friday, uh, Friday we celebrate Mass at noon in the St. Michael Chapel. And if someone is in our building and, and says, I really want to go to Mass, uh, you're welcome to come upstairs and join us for Mass. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and if they're there on a First Friday, uh, that's right, they're first welcome Friday. to come in for Eucharistic Adoration. Right. We have Mass
1: know? at 9.30 mm-hmm. on the first Friday of each month, um, again in the St. Michael Chapel. And then we have Adoration uh, the entire day. Um, in the St. Michael Chapel and then we do the Divine Mercy Chaplet at
0: 3 p.m. 3 p.m. and then benediction and that's it, Perfect. you know. Well, we so, welcome folks to join yes, us. Yes, yes. We're there. We, we have an open door policy. <laughs> yes, we yes, do. And, and, well, well, more we have more open arms than we have open doors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well said, <laughs> you know? Father. Well, should we wrap up with a prayer?
0: Yes, let's do that. So, let us pray loving father rich in mercy you give us your entire self always freely asking nothing in return help us to see the wounds of our brothers and sisters who are denied their dignity may we refrain from judgment and envy toward others enable us to accept the good in every person It is time to bear the weaknesses and struggles of our brothers and sisters. And so help us to help others escape the doubt that causes them to fall into despair. With our eyes fixed on Jesus' merciful gaze, let us experience the love of the Most Holy Trinity. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Uh, everybody, you, we'll Gary. be back with another thank you, podcast. GQ. Oh, thank you, You are most welcome, Father Anthony. Um, and we'll be back uh, in future podcasts doing the exact things you talked about, talking with folks around the diocese who are day in and day out extending mercy to others.
0: See you then. All right.